Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Yeah, welcome to the cave. Thank you so much, Elias. Great to be here. Thank you uh, for giving me a few minutes today. You know, the listeners of viewers that are tuning in can see you on Apple TVs. Plus, I love the show, by the way, Teron, season two. How does that make you feel so far? How do you, how does this ride feel? Oh, my God. It's amazing. I, I never imagined. I knew that the character I'd be playing was very intricately involved in the plot in season one. I had no idea where it was going to go in season two. So it's a lot of fun. So the show came out a few years ago, and then there was a little gap between the two years because at first it was introduced in Europe, and then Apple TV picked it up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how, how did all that happen? Well, um, it's uh, it's just a great show, and Apple TV is uh, one of those streaming services that really believes in uh, doing things that are international, so that people mm. can put themselves in the shoes of characters that don't look like them, characters that live in different countries. And that's uh, one of the things I love about Apple TV. And this is definitely one of those shows. Uh, There are three, sometimes four different languages being spoken at one time. Uh, The audience does have to be a little higher brow audience to read subtitles, but it pays off. Yeah, it definitely drags you in when you're watching it. You're like, oh, man, like what's happening here? You got to make sure you pay attention to the subtitles or you might miss something. Right. Exactly. Uh, what's your like when when the people are tuning in for the first time to watch the show? Like, what are you hoping they get out of it? What I hope they get out of it is that if they had any um, judgments against people of, let's say, Iran or people of Israel, mm-hmm. I hope that they see that we are all the same, that we have the same desires, the same problems, you know. It's, it's that the unity of humanity is really important to me. And being an Iranian-American, I've um, been able to, <laughs> I've noticed how difficult it is to be an Iranian in America. Growing up here, I grew up here. I've been here for 44 years. Mm. And it, it was so frustrating uh, to, uh, to meet people and to try and explain to them that the images that they see of Iranians in the media is not what we are. The people are very different from the government. And um, this show shows that. How, was that. how did you get an approach for this project? I was approached because Sean Tube and I played man and wife on another Apple TV project called Little America. And that is an anthology series um, about immigrants in America. And uh, so Sean Tube got the project first and he suggested me for the role of uh, his wife because we'd already uh, built a rapport mm-hmm. from the past. And um, so that's how. And then uh, the director, Danny Serkin, came to town. And he took Sean and I out to dinner. And when he explained um, that, you know, this this uh, female character, she's not a, a, an ornamental placeholder as so many wife characters are, that yeah. they're like, oh, honey, are you OK? Oh, you know, um, but that she's very intricately involved in the 
in, in season one. And then as we said, right. more so in season two, um, it, it just really um, inspired me to do the part. And also to see that Danny himself and all the creators of the show, Moshe Zonder, um, uh, uh, the, the, uh, Donna Eden, who's the producer and creator, uh, Julienne Leroux, Alana Lanya, um, that they, um, Omri Shenhar, they are all, uh, they root for Iranian people. They know Iranian people and love Iranian people. Mm -hmm. So I knew that it wasn't going to be um, a, a negative um, uh, representation of Iranians, but that all the characters, even the uh, 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 anti-heroes are very nuanced and uh, full-fleshed and human. Season one was uh, re uh, um, recorded or recorded, filmed a few years ago. Do you remember the description of your character? And how did you decide how you wanted to play her? Uh, well, I did a lot of work crafting the character because she's so different from who I am. That, you know, first of all, she's someone who's lived in Iran uh, um, Iran is her country. I mean, of course, Iran is my country and I love Iran, but I have not been back to Iran since I was 10 years old. She's someone who fell in love with um, a man who works for the government, that that's how much she loves her country. And, and you know, and it's certainly in season one. She's also someone who was educated in the West. So she speaks English fluently. She speaks French fluently. Um, so it was kind of a difficult character to play. And I ended up crafting the character with the help of a friend of mine who is my creative partner, Hitoshi Inoue. We make films together and he's, he's a wonderful um, director and he has an eye for uh, film and television. So we crafted the character together. So I can't take complete, um, uh, you know, it wasn't all just me by myself. That helps before filming season two, did you go back just to rewatch season one since it was that long before you filmed? Just to get an idea of what happened again or? Yeah, I, no, I, I, I yes, I did. I, I had to go back and watch Nahid's scenes to see the accent that I was doing for her mm. because it's it's hard to remember that, that exactly her melody and, you know, the, the way she sounded, yeah. I wanted to get it right. Now, throughout the few episodes that have aired for season two, we've noticed your character has changed a bit. What's your thoughts on that? I am thrilled that my character has changed a bit. Um, I think part of it was uh, because um, I feel like, and I'm so grateful that the team, when they saw my work, they felt that as an actor, that I'm capable enough to be able to um, work with what they were giving me in season two, which is yeah. a lot of psychological trauma issues. Right. And, yeah. How do you prepare for something like that? Do you like, do you try to go watch something else to get an idea, like how you're going to play this character the second season? I don't watch other people acting, but I did watch uh, dozens and dozens of YouTube videos of right. uh, actual people who really have PTSD and yeah. agoraphobia to, to see the, um, the little things that happen in their eyes. Um, this, this one woman, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to name and I wouldn't even remember, but comes to mind that the the way that she was speaking about her fears and trying to hold it in and and her eyes I mean there's just watching it enough helped me to be able to go into a space like that and to at the least be able to mimic that yeah. what do you think has been the biggest challenge playing this character and is there anything you, you would change about her if you could 
Um, gee, it's hard. I, I tell you, I've, I've been very heavily involved in uh, theater, in Iranian theater, and I've been doing um, plays in the Persian language, and that it's how I um, uh, perfected my Farsi. Not that I speak perfect, but I perfected mm. theater and honed my acting skills, acting on stage for Iranian audiences for 20 years. Um, and so it, film is different for me. And, and it's different in that, uh, you know, if, if this was a play, as an actor, you have so much more agency and you have so much more power. And uh, film is definitely a collaboration in a different way that, that you, you give what you give, but in the end, it isn't uh, your vision. There are lots of other people editing and having ideas of how it should be. So um, it's just as an actor, it's just interesting. It's interesting and it's exciting and it's different. Now we noticed that, how was it working with the cast? We also saw that there was new cast members joining season two also. <laughs> yes, as in Glenn Close. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of wonderful cast members. There's a lot of wonderful Iranian actors in exile mm. um, that it, it was a pleasure to meet and I made a lot of new friends, but uh, having scenes with Glenn Close was um, the most incredible. I don't know if I will have anything this amazing happen to me in, in my life again, yeah. and I'm ready to die. <laughs> did she give, you, she give you any tips or any pointers? Uh, she didn't give tips or pointers. She's too uh, much of a consummate actor, mm. you know, to do that. She's just doing her own thing. But I did learn a lot watching her. There's a stillness that she has and there's a gravity that she has that um, just energetically puts you as an actor playing with her in a different different space. And I just loved looking into her eyes. And that was hard because I <laughs> stop and act like this is my house. I'm not going to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was doing a little research more on the show last night. I saw that it was filmed in Athens, Greece. Mm hmm. I'm from Greece. How did you did you love being there? And how long were you there for? Okay. I love Greece so much. The Greek people, you know, our um, crew, half of them were Greek, half were Israeli. And yeah. uh, it, it was just amazing. Greece, you know, as an actor of the theater, that right. the motherland of theater, and the word theater is a Greek word. I um, didn't have much time in season two, but in season one, I had a chance to go to um, the theater Epidavros, which is this theater that, you know, that's the one I'm sure you know, it's 11,000 seats. Yeah. You can go in the center and throw a, a, a pin and you hear it. But the um, knowledge that Epidavros is this incredible theater that was built in the land of a hospital. So there's a hospital next door and that thousands of years ago, the, the Greeks knew that if you have any physical ailments, that the best way to heal is the through the catharsis of theater because mm -hmm. there's also a psychic and um, psychological element to healing. Mm -hmm. So uh, I loved Greece so much and the people and the food and... Um, Again, I'm telling you, I'm ready to die. I hope I don't die. But if, <laughs> if this was it for me, I'm yeah. thrilled. I'm sure there's many more things you want to accomplish. Yes, yes, there is. But this was the height of life for me as an actor. Now, turn on Apple TV Plus. Now, is, has there been any word about a season three yet or anything? Any uh, news that you can tell us about? 
I, uh, you know what? If you find out, could you let me know? <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> sure. Now, uh, now, what's next for you now? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about? Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot. You, you will be hearing my voice and you will be seeing my face in projects. But again, I, you know, the NDAs these days, you have to sign for everything. But soon, but soon, I think in a few months, I'll be able to share more. Uh, actually, I had another question for you. I, I saw that you do voiceover work. Do you? How much do you love that? I love it so much. So, so much. Um, there's a, I did some voiceover work for um, a human rights watch in Iran. Um, and, and they made these little um, uh, short videos. They're short videos to uh, shed light on the fact that the Iranian judicial system is really, um, you know, they, they execute without due process. And uh, there were some really sad stories that they gave some fake happy endings to so that people that would be palatable for people to watch. So for those um, cartoons, I played 10 different characters. I played all the characters except for one, the main female character. So I played like five or six different male voices. I played the judge and different police officers and the defendant. And that was a um, very sad story, but um it was great for a voiceover artist to get that kind of range. That's amazing. Sheila, how can the viewers and listeners find you on uh, social media? Thank you so much for asking. I'm Sheila Omi, S-H-I-L-A-O-M-M-I. And I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and Twitter, um, but mostly on Instagram. And if your listeners like uh, animals, I post a lot about animals. I love animals. Sheila, this was great. Uh, thank you for coming on. Give me a few minutes today. Thank you so much. Wonderful to be with you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.